Hello my spontaneous people, this is Shiny Boy here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture for music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. And today is Webby Wednesdays. Webby Wednesdays is where I talk about in- internet trends, internet shows, and like, you know, training videos, or, you know memes, all that stuff, you get the gist. But before I get started, if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for listening today. This podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, which is a podcast, which is a sponsor of this show. And also, <clears throat> you can check it out in other podcast services as well. Also, I have another podcast available, uh, My Potter Diary. It's the unofficial Harry Potter podcast where I share... Uh, give a breakdown of each chapter from each book of the Harry Potter series. I'll have some random talks, different segments, but also having that breakdown as well. So please check that out. It's My Potter Diary by Zane Calamander. So thank you to those who've been checking out the podcast. I really appreciate that. But anyways, let's get started with the Pop Culture Diary. And the pop culture diary is where I take a certain aspects of pop culture that I wanted to share. Whether if it's a show I watched, video that I watched, there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about. And there's a lot of stuff in the diary segment that I really want to share. So, the first thing I want to uh, talk about is... But hold on, I'm getting a little thirsty. I could have edited that out, but <laughs> uh, that's hard to do so. But anyways... Uh, if you don't know the YouTube channel Bon Appetit, they're continuing on their Thanks uh, Making Perfect series, and of course this year they're talking about. Um, this time they're focusing on the Thanksgiving um, meals, but they are focusing today on stuffing. It was released today, and I gotta say, stuffing is one of my favorite dishes in Thanksgiving. Um, but I do think that there's a there should be a, like a right way to do it, and I gotta say, when I saw that, saw that stuffing, I was like, just give it, just put it in my mouth right now. I'm like that starving. Uh, I was that starving. Um, I mean, I like the you know mashed potatoes and I like the turkey, but the stuffing, mm, they, they gotta have the stuffing right. Um, I know people call it dressing and what. Um, I guess it's more appropriate to call it dressing. Topping, oh, not toppings. <laughs> Stuffing, yes, it's it's for like you know, people call it stuffing because you will stuff it in the turkey, but a lot of them just agree don't do that. <laughs> um, and I also agree. I think stuffing on its own is great. You don't have to stuff it in a turkey. But then again, that can be convert- controversial to other people. So, yeah, check that out. Bon Appetit, uh, making perfect series. They have a pizza series, and now they have their Thanksgiving series, which they started a few weeks ago. Anyways, moving on to the Arrowverse. I want to talk about, um, uh, there are three shows I haven't talked about yet in the diary, and I just want to share my thoughts right now, and that is Black, Black Lightning. Black Lightning, um, again, not that interesting as much, but this is where, you know, Jefferson Pierce, uh, finally gets back into the real world. He's not, uh, He's done with the ASA, you know, testing and all that. But he noticed a lot of things have changed. So he wanted to make a change in the world. I mean, make a change in Freeland. Also, Jennifer is slowly trusting the ASA, but at the same time, she doesn't because of 
the whole takeover and yeah. Uh, Anissa stood up to Jefferson Pierce because he did not like how Anissa became Blackbird instead of Thunder. So, so he did not like the, the vigilante part, even though they're sort of considered vigilantes, but whatever. So yeah, it was an okay episode. Not my favorite, but I'm willing to continue. Oh, 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 oh. another thing. Lynn is also addicted to green light as well. Um, or at least they're trying to know the effects, you know, because she really wanted to, you know, take the drug, but she kind of synthesized it to make it more adaptable for her. And because she wants to save more lives, um, she did, but she was also hooked on the drugs. So that's another thing interesting. But we did see Jennifer fly into space. I don't I think that's pretty cool, but... But yeah, all I know is I, I just can't wait to see Black Lightning in the Arrowverse. That's all I'm that's all I'm looking for. And yeah. All right, now getting on to the uh, nitty gritty. The I gotta say this is the most emotional, most emotional episode so far of these these two seasons. And I'm talking about Flash and Arrow. And I gotta say, man, on on, on the Flash. Get ready for the waterworks. I mean, but, but first, before I get uh, again, I forgot to mention there's a lot of spoilers, and I'm I'm terribly sorry if I you know ruined uh, Black Lightning for anyone, but uh, it's uh, yeah, I there is some spoilers coming up. But anyways, the Flash, the Flash was very heavy emotionally. Everyone's slowly dealing with. The upcoming death of Barry, which we still don't know if it's going to happen. I feel like it's going to happen, and then somehow he's going to return at some point. Uh, or history might be changed, and, you know, all that stuff. Let's say, but the but the thing about the this episode is everyone's dealing with it. Cisco is, you know, dealing with, dealing with it. Uh, Ralph, he... He he was starting to give up. Like, what's the point when there's a crisis coming? Why should I work hard to find this missing person? And of course, Cisco, why should I stand by and you know let you die when I could be spending this time to help you survive? So it's like all these things. But the most heartbreaking is Joe. That is the because it is as you can see, like in throughout the episode, he was pretty calm, but then he talked to Barry. And this is where it just he just let out all these emotions. He's like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I'm like, and this is where Barry's like, he's just so grateful for him. Like, you know, he's the one like Joe is the reason why Barry is like this, you know, that Joe is the reason why Barry, you know, wants to save people and, you know, it's a tough call. And, you know, because he is, he's basically, you know you know, his son, like, that's, like, you know, Barry is his son, and it's just so heartbreaking to see that, another thing, um, again, there's more blood work, but this time, blood work, uh, um, um, uh, Ramsey Rosa, whatever, I forgot what his name was, he realizes that there is no cure for him. He is like because of the dark matter polluted his uh, human cells, and now he just needs to feed. He needs to keep feeding on people, and he's not going to stop because that's the only agenda. He can't just stop 
or else he's gonna die and he's not gonna accept death that easily i think that's what makes him a great villain is because this is not because like you know he's like you know he's um, he's tortured or he feels like um there's something wrong with society no it's like and he can't just give up killing because this is all about survival that's like the main agenda it's plain and simple but how do you tell someone they have to die like you know how do you stop feeding like how do you how do you create you know a feeding process for someone who is about to die from cancer or you know or has this ability how do you keep living so that's going to be interesting to see throughout the whole season and i gotta say the thinker too much what's it called there's a lot there's a lot going on uh, in terms of the thinker because of like i i did not get his agenda like the enlightenment that's too complicated um savitar just mad like you know you could probably stop him or just like but you you matter um zoom like reverse flash they have okay reverse flash is pretty cool and zoom pretty cool but the rest of the villains especially uh, cicada cicada was like even though i i did not like season four as much cicada was just the worst like he's like one of the worst villains on on that show like for as a main villain but oh well but blood work but blood work i can totally get on if you need something to survive but you have to make the sacrifice of just like i don't want to die his his main reason is you don't he doesn't want to die um that's the main drive and how do you tell that to someone but oh well so it was this was actually a great episode especially with the barry and joe moment it was a pretty heartwarming Uh, moving on is arrow and i gotta say the big twist in the end again again spoiler alert (laughs) there is a big twist in the end but i'll get uh, i'll talk about that later um we again more flashback um flash forwards of of the gang trying to stop jj and the death strokes um i uh, and of course going back oliver meeting thea again and heading to nanoparbot because she was on a journey to to destroy all lazarus pits and then just to defeat because oliver is there to know what's coming or if there's any information about the monitor i think he was mistaken that that the monitor was you know um the monitor is like the destroyer but now i think in the picture of the book that they found was the anti-monitor and also like the anti-monitor has like it doesn't have like the hair the weird hair that he has but whatever um but yeah those thea and those thea and oliver moments were very touching and i think that's the last time we're ever going to see willow uh, a willa or willow willa sorry as the as thea again on the air uh, show um and i can tell that like you know a goodbye like that you know it's pretty sad uh also um i did mention the flash for oh there's also diggle you know with uh with lila um layla or i forgot her name was trying to save connor you know and um his uh his mom it's like for some reason they were captured or some sort i don't know why 
but yeah, we did see that. Um, it was a nice, uh, nice thing, but I didn't feel like it was needed. But I will say the flash forward. This is like very interesting because, again, spoiler alert, we see the death of Zoe as one of the canaries because she protected Mia, um, Mia, uh, from JJ, and then JJ just stabs her in the back. And I at first I was like, oh no, 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 this can't be happening. This, and then, like, oh my, like, oh, sorry, not you know. And then when uh, Connor was beating the crap out of JJ after he killed Zoe, this whole flash of white light, and then Oliver appears back in Star City with the, you know, Arrow team with, you know, with Dinah and, um, and, uh, Wild Dog and, and Diggle, I think Diggle, this was fast forward after, you know, but Diggle is back, and then, the three, you had William, Mia, and Connor in the past with Oliver, and then Mia sees her dad for the first time, and William's face, when he sees Oliver, I was just like, oh, next week is gonna be so good, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna love these, you know, father-daughter dynamics it's i'm just so excited to see that uh, oh my god and of course william who who felt like he hasn't seen him for a while but mia rarely saw, uh, saw him at all and this changes everything like that whole timeline i don't think zoe like you know i don't think zoe died because that timeline's gone. Because Dinah never experienced, you know, this. Or, like, Dinah didn't remember meeting Mia for the first time. So, it's just, you know, it kept, uh, it was kept a secret. So, there is a lot to look forward to in next, uh, next week's season. It was emotional, but that twist in the end, I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. I gotta say, this is one of my favorite Arrow seasons so far, and unfortunately, it has to end. So, but yeah. Oh my god, I talked about the Arrowverse like, for, like, this, I left the diary segment for 15 minutes. Oh my god. Alright, moving on to the word of the day. The word of the day is ghoulish, and of course, that's uh, it's an adjective, G H O U L I S H, and so the definition is strangely diabolical or cruel, monstrous, a ghoulish and questionable. I think this is one of the examples. A ghoulish and questionable sense of humor. Okay, ghoulish. Um, I can give an example. Um. Uh, people are gonna hate me for this, but <laughs> okay. I'm quoting David Chappelle, uh, Dave Chappelle, um, where he described <laughs> Michael Jackson <laughs> as a ghoulish white creature. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong, he is the king, but like king of pop. But at the same time, his face is just weird and terrifying. Oh god, I don't know what happened, but you know he looks like a ghost. So, I think that's the best way I can describe ghoulish. Anyways, moving on to the quote of the day. I Yes, I am kind of rushing a bit. So, the quote of the day is by M Nelson Mandela. And everyone knows that he was... I, I, I feel like the majority of people know who Miss Nelson Mandela is. Um, I know he uh, incarcerated for 
for a crime he did not commit or something like that. Uh, I forgot how many years, but anyways, but he said, it always seems impossible until it's done. So I feel like taking that quote is, um, you don't know until you try, basically, that nothing seems impossible until you actually try it. For example, like, I did not know that I could be a dancer, and yet, um, again, I'm, I'm still dancing to this day. I did not, con- I thought dancing was impossible for me because I did not think I had any rhythm, but once I tried it, you know, dancing became something, uh, part of me. And also, um, I wasn't sure if I was going to graduate college because I, w- I was still afraid that there were missing things, in- missing things in, in my college life where I'm like, oh, did I finish this or whatnot? And there, there's just so many examples of where people just don't think that they can do it until they finally did it or give it a try. So that's why I love about this quote. It's always seems impossible until it's done. All right, moving on to a uh, fun fact. Um, since we are going to be talking about reaction videos, I can tell by the, uh, as you can tell by the title, uh, I'm going to give a fun fact about the history of reaction videos. But first, another drink. Ah, nice. Anyways, uh, on television, reaction clips have been for a long time uh, been a feature of Japanese variety shows showing celebrities and um, of a uh, celebrities reacting to video clips. So um, this has been going on since the 1970s in Japan. Um, you know, it's actually a nice segment to see because it's actually funny when you see people. Uh, mess up but i think the in terms of reaction videos we know today um especially in the youtube verse is uh one of like online one of the first viral reaction videos was that a child reacting to the scary maze game prank remember that that was around 2016 like i remembered where reaction videos were just about two girls one cup and oh my god I remember that was booming in 2006, man. Uh, it's weird, though. I've been using YouTube for over, you know, over uh, 10 years now. It's just, uh, it's crazy. But yeah, um, we had those sort of videos. And also being Rick Rolled, you know, that's like, you know, the origins of reaction videos. So, yeah. And which leads to our main topic of the day, which is Webby Wednesdays. And I'm just going to give some of my thoughts of reaction videos. A lot of YouTube co- like content creators, they kind of there are some YouTubers that bash on rea- uh, reactors or uh, where people focus on their content just on reactions. And um, I gotta say, I used to be one of them. I used to do K-pop reactions. Uh, I used to do trailer reactions as well. I thought that was just the content of my channel. Um, but I didn't... At first, I was enjoying it because I loved you know, showing my reaction to everyone. And I got a lot of views. I think the highest uh, views I got from one of my YouTube channels uh, or YouTube videos was 13,000 views. However, um, I don't think that, I don't think that I was enjoying myself as much, so, 
Um, but I will say that it, I, I felt like I am sort of promoting uh, certain shows, for example. I've, so what I meant is, my thoughts on reaction videos is I feel like it is a promotion to other, you know, content um, for people like, oh, go check this out. There are YouTubers that say, hey, before you watch this, go check out this video first and then come back. It's all about supporting others. Yes, it's like you feel like it's like stealing content, but at the same time, you are telling people, hey, go to this and then check back here so you can see my full reaction or like you see my, um, my genuine reaction. Some people do fake it. I, um, some people do fake their reactions just to get like, you know, amazing views. Um, but at the same time, there are people who want to have their honest opinion, honest reactions. And if they don't like it, some of them just delete the video because, you know, reacting and just up- uploading every single thing that you watched without having much reactions is, I gotta say, even for me, it was a waste of my time. And I question if this is going to be, like, I want to be as authentic with my reactions as possible. You know, I want to share those emotions of excitement and the nitty gritty. But if it's not that interesting, I, you know, I shouldn't share it. So I think that's the same thing with, um, with uh, YouTubers. But also, the reason why reaction videos are so popular is because people think it's entertaining. People like to see people react. And it's it's because it's like we're relating to someone we like oh we have the same reaction and i want to see them like sometimes if for example if you go to a movie like a movie theater and you are watching like the same movie it's nice to see that you are not alone in this and sharing these you know emotions with other people that you are not alone in this and i gotta say i wish i watched the i I watched I watch reaction videos after I watch an episode of, you know, Titans or Arrow or Flash cuz I if there's something that like that gave me a big reaction, I want to see that. Um especially for K-pop is of K-pop videos. After I watched um like an amazing K-pop video, I want to see people's reaction to that and I want to see if they reacted the same way that I do. It's just it's just entertaining. It's really entertaining to see that that where you share where you share the same emotions as someone even though you don't live in the same area at least you can have that moment together. Yeah, I don't think uh, reaction videos are bad. Just make sure that uh, you know people are getting the credit that they deserve, especially the original work. And that's my words of wisdom uh, today. Uh, before I end it here, my words of wisdom is always give the recognition to people's work. Um, same thing with Vine. I know Vine's uh, has a has a history of just taking content without giving like the credit. Sometimes they do, like they would have like the credits of like you know at yada yada. Um, but when it comes to original content, um, or like when it comes to taking people's content for your uh, other entertainment purposes at least give them credit and that's the same thing when you do like your homework or essays you have to cite you have to do the uh the research you have to make sure that these people are getting being recognized for their hard work so yeah always always give that respect 
to hardworking people. All right, that is it for Webby Wednesdays. Thank you so much for listening today. If you like this podcast, click follow on whatever podcast services you are listening this to. Share this podcast to anyone you know. It really means a lot. It really helps a lot. And until next time, so long, farewell, take care. Bye-bye.